This is the Pencils and Lipstick Podcast, a podcast for creatives, for those who are beginning to be creative or those who have built a business around their creativity. Here, we allow creatives to tell their story about how they got to where they are today, and we give some tips on how to make your creative business better than it was yesterday. Hey, everybody, guess what? The creative writing community is now open for membership. I'm so excited about this community because it is going to be dedicated to writers writing their book, publishing their book, and launching their book, all while having a good time and growing in their craft. Writing is typically an all alone art, but you don't have to be a lone wolf and do everything yourself. In fact, I highly recommend that you don't just for your own sanity. In the creative writing community, we're going to have live writing sprints, author hangouts, expert Q&As. We're going to learn all about the things that it takes to be an author these days and generally support each other in the craft. It will be a place where you can share your knowledge and learn from others and find collaboration and accountability with people who are serious about growing as writers. We're going to support each other, encourage each other, challenge each other, and be generally as committed to seeing each other succeed as we are to our own success. If you're interested in being part of such a group, head on over to catcaldwell.com and just click the pink button right at the header. Welcome back to the Pencils and Lipstick podcast, everyone. Today is June 21st, 2021, and we are on episode 90. Today I'm talking with my friend Stacy Juba, and we're talking about something really important, time management. Do any of you feel like you got better at time management during COVID? I'm going to have to keep my hand down because I definitely did not. And if you've been following me, you know that I've I'm trying to stop multitasking because I really think that that will help me on my time management, but That is, let's just say, a journey in progress. (laughs) I think that there are times that we have to multitask, but there are times that I literally feel like I'm a chicken with its head cut off, running around the house, you know, starting, middle of the roading and finishing things. I do tend to finish stuff. It's just not in an orderly fashion, which really drives my husband crazy. And I talk all about that with Stacey. Stacey is launching a course today on June 21st. That is all about time management. She has some awesome bonuses because Stacy always has awesome bonuses. And we talk about how she put it together, what's in it. There's lots of details there. This is not going to be your ordinary, you know, online course. I have several of those and I'm actually pleased with most of them, but I've got a sneak peek into Stacy's time management course. Bonus for being friends with people who are awesome. And I've already learned quite a bit. And just like she says, you can sort of skip around on the course. It's not one of those where you have to finish one thing. You can do whatever is like really important to you right now. You know, whether it's your emails, whether it's your house, whether it's your office, but she just has some really fun and creative ideas there. Now, I don't know how long you've been following me. I've had a blog off and on and been on social media off and on for over a decade now, but most likely none of you have been following me for that long because I was not organized enough 
to have one <laughs> blog URL, we'll say. But if you're a friend of mine, you might know that I kind of go back and forth on habits, you know, digging into habits, digging into goal setting, digging into time management, um, how to prioritize things, how to organize my day better. And as we head into summer, I found myself last week having a slight panic attack. We were in Dallas and my kids needed to be there for a little show that they had committed to. And I just realized, you know, we're about to leave for Spain. We actually leave tomorrow. And just all this change, all this traveling, it is going to interrupt anything, you know, any sort of schedule that I set. I am a big proponent of having your agenda. You write stuff down, you write in your schedule, you stick to the schedule as much as you possibly can. The problem for me with that is that when I can't stick to the schedule, it does tend to really weigh on me. And that then sort of tweaks my mood a bit and not to the happier side. I tend to get pretty stressed out about it. And then my family definitely knows it, (laughs) unfortunately. So what I'm trying to reevaluate this summer is, yes, I need to have goals because I certainly don't want to not have them and not accomplish something. You know, I have this other issue in that if I don't write, I feel a little off. (laughs) So I do have to write. I can't, for me, it's not a vacation to just sit on the beach. And yes, my husband and I have very, very different ideas of what is relaxing, but I I need to write. I need to get some stuff onto paper, some words out, and then I can go sit on the beach. Or sometimes I'll sit on the beach and get words out. But I do know that I have to do that. And so I have to stay true to who I am and work that into my schedule. But more than anything this summer, I'm going to have to sort of ditch a schedule schedule and just try to organize my time, manage my time, right? Not let time manage me, but me manage my time. And so that is why I'm really excited about being able to go through this course. I am going to take the time to do that while in Spain because I won't have a desk and I won't be able to do too much stuff. But we are going to still have our writing sprints in the creative writing community. So that will help me get my words out and will help sort of mitigate the stress level. I will know that for sure Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, I will be writing for an hour and a half and that will, that will help me, right? (laughs) Right? I know, maybe you think I'm crazy, but I bet most of you just feel better when you do your creativity. So how can you get more out of your time? How can we, when we're home for the summer and there's lots of stuff going on and kids have more activities to do, right? If you have kids, they're not in school anymore, but they probably want to go play with their friends, have pool things going on. I have to say, I've been trying to wake up early for years and it just doesn't work for me. Kudos to you if that works. My brain is mush in the morning. I can maybe get a brain dump out, but I can't really get too much And as far as writing a story goes, until around 7 a.m. So even if I wake up at 5.30, I've got to do other things. And let's just say, I don't usually wake up at 5.30. I just usually stare out the window and I think I'm still in REM just with my eyes open. (laughs) 
So I want to encourage you to look at your schedule and look at how you're managing time. And I would love your advice if you have found something that works. And I do think that like the great thing about Stacy's course is that it doesn't teach this one thing that she has found and like everyone has to do what she says. It's really adaptable to who you are and what works for you. I have tried to do some people's, you know, different agendas and different schedules, and this is how you have to do it, and you have to write your goals like this and put them up here and do, you know, have them pop up on your reminders, and that's fine if it works for you, but it it just ended up being more work and more stress for me than anything. Right now, what is working for me and encouraging me is writing down all the words that I write, and that's not just counting the words that go into my stories. I'm, I actually have a column now for my blogs and for my free writes, which I hadn't thought about before, but I'm really excited that I actually stumbled upon this with another author. And I thought, well, yeah, why, why don't I type up those free writes, see what's in them, and at least count them towards something? Because a lot of times I would look back on my day and think, well, I did writing, but you know, how, do, how do I quantify that in order to like feel accomplished. I know, maybe I'm crazy. I I really like checking off boxes. I really like feeling accomplished. I like getting to the end of the day and seeing <laughs> productivity. So that's just working for me, right? And Stacy says that that doesn't work for her. And I think that's great. We got to find what works for us. But I would love to know, what have you found that works for you And what have you found that doesn't work for you? I'd love to hear those too. Uh, What maybe tools have you found that work for you or tools that you found that don't work for you? I know using TidyCal and Calendly to schedule my meetings and things works beautifully. I love that. I no longer have all these emails going back and forth for things, (laughs) for scheduling people. I love it. It saves me time. It messages me when I have meetings. It reminds me of all this stuff. I think it's an awesome, awesome tool. Scheduling your meetings. It's awesome. And I'm learning Trello. We talked a little bit about that. And I'm learning to like it, I'll have to say. But I'd love to hear from you. on. I'm mostly on Instagram at catcaldwell.author and at pencils and lipstick all spelled out. I've also started to be over at locals.com at pencils and lipstick on locals.com. It's not as busy as Facebook, but I am still on Facebook as well at Cat Caldwell Author. No, no dot between the Caldwell and author there. You can pretty much find me um, on those and you can find me at catcaldwell.com as well. So I'd love to hear from you. What are your time management frustrations and wins, I guess. And if you are interested in coming to the writing sprints, if you need some sort of structure for your summer, please join us at the creative writing community. We do it three times a week. We still have our masterminds through the summer. We still have our brainstorming sessions. We've had a few on social media. Uh, We are going to do a couple more as we go into book launching time for us, but please come join us. If you have any questions, you can go to my Instagram. You can sign up on my scheduling app for a free chat. I'm not going to charge you anything to chat with me and ask me questions. You know, I don't understand that charging people, 
just to answer questions. Or you can just go over to patreon.com and look up the creative writing community and you can see all the different tiers and everything that you get with it. We are having a blast writing together and we're getting so much done and it's exactly right for summertime so that we can at least, at least write three times a week and feel awesome. But right now, we are going to listen to Stacy and hear all about her course, hear what's in it, and you aren't going to want to miss all the information about the bonuses because she always has awesome, awesome bonuses. And remember, today, the 21st, is the launch and the time-limited bonuses will end this Friday, the 25th. So be sure to click on the link in the show notes and head over to get the time management course with all the bonuses. Without further ado, here's Stacy. Hi, Stacey. Welcome back to Pencils and Lipstick. I think this is your second time, third time? Yes. Yep. Well, thank you. Really I love being here. <laughs> <laughs> we talk so much anyway that I'm like, Stacey's always here. Yes. Stacey should always be here. <laughs> <laughs> so Stacey Juba, we talked about your book editing blueprint the last time, I think. And I'll have links in the show notes for people to find that because it's an amazing course. But this time we're talking about a new course, Time Management. Yep. Time management blueprint. <laughs> time management blueprint. And I'm excited for this because I've been excited for like six months telling you to get, <laughs> get this done. <laughs> I was managing my time. <laughs> I know. I know. I want everything now. <laughs> yes. I actually, my daughter has a quote that's hanging in my wall. It says, it doesn't matter how slowly you go as long as you don't stop. And I didn't stop. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's always hard when it, you're in it from the the moment that it's a idea. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yes, <laughs> like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like time management is coming back around. I don't know if it's because summer or because COVID's finally lifting and we feel like maybe we have to go back to managing our time. I'm not sure, but I've seen it around a lot now. Yeah. So what made you decide that you were going to dip your toes into teaching us time management? I actually taught a time management providers course several years ago, like for various, mostly romance writers of America groups, like remember Yahoo groups, because mm-hmm. it was something I had gotten into. I mean, I've always been into like holistic things and, you know, self-improvement and that kind of thing. And then um, when my daughter, um, when she was six years old, she was diagnosed with type one diabetes. And I had to put my books and freelancing on hold for a while to learn all of that. And yeah, it was very overwhelming. And eventually, you know, I was trying to find my way back to writing once we got squared away with everything and, you know, I knew what we were doing. Uh, And then I wound up teaching a much smaller version of this for Yahoo groups. And then I kind of put it away for a while, once the once I started my shortcuts for writers, and I wanted to get my book editing blueprint course out there, and I was also doing a lot of editing. And then when I was surveying my audience, when I was creating book editing blueprint, I was just asking them what some of their concerns were and issues and problems that they were facing as writers. And so many of them put time management. So that inspired me, I guess, to go back to my course and to put that on my to-do list. And, but then before it was just like, again, it was just like in the Yahoo groups, it was just all written lessons. Now like book editing blueprint is multimedia, there's videos and PDFs and that kind of thing. And I want to do the same thing for the time management course. So it's actually probably 
quadrupled <laughs> since what it was before, probably even more than that. Plus, that's just the written lessons. And now I also have some videos and a workbook and cheat sheets and habit trackers. So it's really been exciting to see it grow from this little, little Yahoo course to this big <laughs> timing. Like, I'm going to talk to you for 30 minutes. <laughs> no, never mind. I'm going to create an entire university course, which is probably what we need, honestly. I think creative people tend to be a little bit, please don't tell me I'm the only one, multitasking experts, we'll say, and really good at starting stuff. Right. Not so great at finishing. I feel like we walk in circles a lot all day, doing this thing and picking that up and doing this and starting that and opening. How many, how many browsers do I have open right now? on my (laughs) And I think the, the way, I mean, I've always been I think, let me put it this way. When my husband and I got married, he was the neat one and I w- was not. <laughs> and I've always been organized in my own way, but it, with systems that nobody else could really understand. Like when I used to have an office job, you know, 20 years ago, before I had kids, I remember a coworker used to laugh at me and she would call my desk area or Stacey's organized chaos because <laughs> I knew where everything was, but you know. And everything always went off perfectly without a hit. Well, not perfectly, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah. I was good at my job and I did my best and I was efficient. But <laughs> if somebody else had to walk into my files and area, then it would be hard for them to find what they were looking for. So all this didn't really come naturally to me. Right. It's just as I got older and had more, more responsibilities, you know, when you have kids and your schedule just you know, magnifies and you're trying to balance writing and kids and working, I just realized I had to have a better system. And then when my daughter was diagnosed with diabetes, that was just life-changing. And there were so many different things to learn because basically she couldn't eat carbohydrates without insulin. So that that was just life-changing. And um, I realized that all like the clutter around me just really put me in a bad mood. And Mm. that all these, seeing all the emails in building up and just all these little things were adding to my stress. So I think that was when I started becoming really more aware of it. And then when I kind of went on this journey to improve my time management and organizational skills and to find more balance. So I wasn't always feeling stressed out. And then when I did the survey, it it surprised me that so many other writers seem to feel the same way that they were always trying to (laughs) Find ways yes, to I was time. one of those writers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right that we 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 claim to have our own system and we do. I know where things are and it's amazing. People still in this house ask me, where is this? And like, it's right there. But ask me where my Kindle is. <laughs> Actually, I did find it. It was underneath a pile of clothes that were not mine. They were my husband's, by the way. But yeah, and you were asking for pictures of office, which I never gave because my office is embarrassing. But... <laughs> looks so neat I, when I see you. <laughs> it's the back. Uh-huh. And it's not that it's not neat. It's not that it's dirty or not neat. It, like I know it, it is how it is, but I know that there's not a system. You know what I mean? Like there's not a, an actual system. And I know because I think anyone who has tried, who is becoming an entrepreneur or is in that moment of starting something, you've, you're, you've either downloaded the podcast or read some of the books and you know when you don't have it like as efficient as you can. Right. You know, you have that overwhelm. Like when you said emails, I'm like, yes, there's that slight 
couple seconds of like, I have like 20 new emails. <laughs> what do I do with all this? I wanted to sit down and write. What do I do? Choose emails or writing. So right. how did, how did you choose what to put into your course for us writers? <laughs> like, <laughs> where did you start with all this? I realized, like, I just kind of looked at the different things that stressed me out and I okay. broke it down into different types of clutter, like first mm-hmm. electronic clutter, which is like your your computer files, you know, trying to find things like that was one thing I, I would store things and all store files in different places. <laughs> I couldn't find them. Guilty. Then I'd have to do a search and I couldn't remember what I named the file. So, you know, that kind of thing, um, like bookmarks that you save, like when you're on the internet, emails, and then distractions from social media. Um, so mm-hmm. it's, it's very easy. You go on Facebook for five minutes or 10 minutes, and then you realize it's been 40 minutes <laughs> and you can do anything you want to get done. And then external clutter, which is your surroundings. So it could be mm-hmm. like your kitchen counter, your writing space, just your, your dining room, pretty much everything. Thing. And, and I became more just over the years, I became more aware that those, even though I had never been like a neat freak, like my husband used to be, and still he started living with me. Then he kind of, now he's the one I'm always picking up his shoes and he'll be like, Wait, where, is, where are my shoes? Where's this? I said, I put them where they belong. And so somehow things change <laughs> a little bit. Um, but then with, when I had kids and then it's just that the two kids, the messes doubled. <laughs> You know, so yes. I just became less tolerant of it, I guess. And I realized that it just made me stressed out or just added to my stress or if going in the refrigerator and everything, I can't find anything or going into the um, kitchen cabinets, trying to find them snacks and everything is all <laughs> messed up. And then writing, writing space. I, that's, I devote a lot of time to that because I used to just be chained to my desk years ago and just work on my computer on my desktop but then when I had kids, it just, you know, when they were little, it's hard to have time to just go <laughs> in my office. So I used to use like an Alpha Smart word processor to type on, like when they were watching um, videos and then when they were at different lessons or birthday parties, I would just bring it with me. And then I eventually upgraded that to a Chromebook. So I talk about a lot about how to be organized wherever you're writing, whether it's yeah. somewhere else or in, in your another room in your house or just wherever. Um, because if you're just waiting to find time to go in your office, if you have an office, you might not be able to find that time. And then another area was internal clutter. I think that this this module was really fun for me to write because I'm very interested in meditation and exercise. My major in college was actually exercise science, which I did oh, not yeah. wind up doing anything with other than writing about it. I was a health writer for a lot of years. So I've written a lot. And of, writing this course. Yes. <laughs> it always comes back around. <laughs> so I talk about how it's important to have a clear mind and take care of yourself. And if y- y- you can't just push creativity, you can't just push, push, push and expect to sit down and have a productive session if you never giving your time, your mind time to like recharge, you know, to recharge your okay. batteries and then getting things, um, doing brain dumps, like getting all these things out of your head into some kind of organized system or even ideas for different books or different projects you want to do. If you don't have an outlet to get them down <laughs> somewhere, they're just going to be taking up space in your brain. So, yeah. um, so there's that section. And then I'm 
very into calendars and planners. Like I could go into an office supply store and just stay there for two hours looking at all the, you know, all the pens and the folders. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm slightly addicted to yeah. those as well. <laughs> so that was a fun module to do also. That's the last module, which is on getting things done. And that talks a lot about what I've learned over the years for doing planning sessions and I've tried so many different kinds of planners and I finally found a system that works for me because I can just kind of separate out everything for all my different roles as a mom and you know trying to keep the house from looking like a disaster zone and writing and freelancing yeah because there's so much yeah so it's just kind of grew from there from (laughs) my journey over the years a lot of research So your idea has, it has literally grown into a full course, but I think that's, I think it's a a really great idea because I've listened to Atomic Habits on the, you know, the audible thing. I was into habits for a while. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I, I now use an agenda. I used to like scoff at the French women when I lived there, like they would have literally these giant ones, you know, the eight, like by 11 in their purses and and then there's like a small voice in my head of like, uh, <laughs> you have three kids and all the doctor's appointments and all the things that go with it, you know, like what is wrong with you? So I love the, the planners, but there's always, you know, there's always more to learn. There's always more you can do in time. I don't know about you, but I felt like during COVID, it just like slipped. Like we're, we're in June and I know. it slips away. And I don't know if other writers or creatives are like this, but there are times where I'm like, yeah, I understand, you know, the brain dumping, but there's like a pressure and inner pressure to sit down and write. On the other hand, like you say, if you don't get the brain dump out, you can't actually concentrate on wanting to write. It's like this really vicious circle. Right. And then you feel like you'd get nothing back. Like when you're creative, you have so many different ideas that are constantly... (laughs) clamoring for your attention and sometimes it can be hard to decide what to focus on first you need like 10 heads and 20 arms (laughs) (laughs) so I assume that this is going to help like once you have a system for your emails like Mm -hmm. the time spent on that is one time right you have a system you put it in there I found out that you can like move an email to your calendar or something like this it hasn't worked for me I don't know if that's an actual thing or if somebody just lied to me on a podcast, (laughs) (laughs) but there are better ways to have your email rather than just like the inbox. Right. Right. I have a lot of folders uh, with emails just automatically being directed into. You mean you don't just star it and keep it? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. The worst is that you get like an influx of 30 emails a day and they're like, oh, it was only five days ago. Yeah. But it's like, 300 emails ago. I know. You know, signed up for all these mailing lists and something you really want to be on them, but (laughs) I don't have time. I want to read this. I want to read this. I need a folder for that. All right. So we can do that. But then for the actual writing, like, do you, you said that you found a lot of writers saying that they need the time management is, were there specific things that they were looking for? Like for actually writing that you have ideas for them to like sit down or do you think it really is like the external will help the internal yeah I think it's a mix of things like trying to find these blocks of time in your day and some writers think that they need like a 
if they don't, it's not worth it. If, if they, if they can't sit down for an hour or two, it's just mm-hmm. not even worth doing it. And so I think it's important just to find these little blocks of time when you can, even if it's just 10 minutes. I mean, if you write for 10, 15 minutes every day, that's a lot better than not <laughs> right. doing that. And then sometimes I think it's self-sabotage a little bit unconsciously where you find excuses not to write because maybe you're worried about it's not going to be good enough or that's going to be too hard or when it's done, people are going to read it. And (laughs) like we want people to read it, but we don't. (laughs) I know it's a a weird tug of war. It's just, I think there's just a lot of reasons and sometimes it's just, you're really busy and it's hard to find that time. Or sometimes you just, I think people also have a tendency to just to, you know, work really hard and, you know, they're going from one thing to another, they're working and then they come home and busy for dinner and doing chores around the house. And their downtime a lot of times is going online on social media, but that's, you're spending a lot of time on that. That's, that's a lot of eye strain. Also, you're just in, and then when you finally do have a few minutes to write, you're just exhausted and just don't feel like doing it. So I think again, part of that goes back to that internal clutter and making sure you take time to recharge and to really think about what your biggest goals are and make sure you're trying to do a little something toward that every day, even if it's just 10 minutes. But if you really want to write a book, then you know, spend that extra 10 minutes working on your book rather than going on Instagram and <laughs> watching videos and that kind of thing. So Yeah. And there's a lot that goes into learning a craft, right? Like even if we're writers, we can always be learning. And then there's always the editing process, but I mean, all of this is going to take time. Do you think that we're like worse with our time these days, or there's just like so many distractions that we need to. Yeah. I I think I, I quoted a study in the, in the course, how attention spans have declined a lot over the past several years. I blame TikTok. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's all the the technology and, you know, there's just so many other distractions. And now we have our phones with us all the time or devices. And I talk about really decide what notifications you want, you know, push mm. notifications, because I mean, I know like teenagers, kids are constantly, every time they get a comment or reply on a social media post, they're getting pings on their phone. I said, that's not <laughs> I'd be crazy. You just got to decide how much of that you want to allow in because then there's just going to be a lot of distractions. So I think part of it is that life today is, you know, it's much faster paced than when we were growing up and that's just part of life. But at the same time, you do have some control over how much of those distractions you allow in. And it can be easy to just to be all scattered because there's always so many different things to do, so many projects you want to work on. And you really have to, I think, not take on too much because that can be overwhelming. Really, I recommend just focusing on one project at a time. Like Mm -hmm. for the past several months, my project was this time management course. And there were other things I wanted to do. I wanted to make some videos for shortcuts for writers. I wanted to do some blog posts. There were a lot of things I wanted to do, but I just really buckled down and focused on this to get it done. And now yeah. that it's done, now I'll have some more time in my schedule to do the other thing. So you just really need to prioritize and it can be hard to make yourself do that <laughs> because everything else is so tempting. 
<laughs> yes, it's really tempting to start stuff, isn't it? It's not as tempting to get in the, I mean, it's great to finish too, but it's all, I think most of our issue is the middle part, right? Like not thriving on that middle part of like, okay, I have to make, I have to write this up, you know, <laughs> I don't know, but it's great. It, it's a, such a weird, I think the, like you had said before, the creative mind, you get like 10 new ideas every single minute or so. And so you, you do have to choose. You cannot finish a book or a course or anything that you're working on if you're constantly looking the other direction every single time another idea comes up. Right. And if when you finally, if you are working on a project, and there are some writers that I think can work on more than one book at a time. I I like to just focus on one book at a time when I'm writing a book, but you know, I know some writers that sometimes they'll go back and forth between two. But so whatever your focus is at that moment, it's just important to just try to focus on that. And then because if you allow yourself to get distracted, like if you have your phone near you and you get like some text or you're, you're getting a notification from Facebook or something or you pick yeah. up a phone from a, a call from a telemarketer, then you go back to what you're doing. It can take several minutes. I think I've read it like up to at least 20 minutes to just refocus on and get back into that mindset of what you were doing. So just, Oh my gosh, that's so it's long. just, that's why it's important to try to really focus when you're, when you're um, working on something to, to really try to do the best you can to just focus on it and minimize distractions. And sometimes that's hard if you get other people living in your house with you, especially if, you know, you have kids, you know, they're like, mom, we am hungry or where's the, you know, so it, can be, <laughs> it's, it, it can be challenging, but it's challenging, you know, just trying different things to, to see what works and trying different locations and even yeah. writing in bed for 10 minutes before you set your alarm 10 minutes earlier and just kind of right with the lights out <laughs> so you don't yes. wake anybody out wake anybody up just to you know, to start your day with some creativity because I think I know when I don't write when I'm not working on one of my projects I get grumpy <laughs> I know <laughs> I was actually just talking to another writer about this like it actually and it for some reason it's just dawned on me it's not everyone else around me like I need to write yeah every day and it's great if it can be, you know, my goal of 3000 words, but it doesn't have to be that. Right. But if it's, if it's not anything, then I just feel like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I think with writers, a lot of times you feel guilty. You feel guilty about writing if, because you're, especially if you're a writer who isn't making money from it yet and taking time from your family or taking time away from something you could doing, could be doing that could be earning quicker money. But then you feel good yes. when you're not writing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you feel like Terrible. you're letting yourself down if you're, if you, um, if a whole week goes by and you didn't make any time to write because you know, you did some other things. You went on social media or, you know, watch a show on Netflix that you could have got by without watching. <laughs> yeah. exactly. So how can we convince creatives that becoming organized does not mean that they're giving up their creativity? You know, there's like that weird stigma in our brains of like, no, I can't be all organized. That's for the nerds. I'm a creative person. <laughs> That's what I used to say that actually used to be my me too. <laughs> when people would say, "Oh, or my husband when I when we were first dating, he he would just be like, "Oh my goodness, you're <laughs> you're so messy." You and I said, I'm, people. I'm creative. I mean, <laughs> it's true. 
<laughs> this is why I'm on the fourth floor of our of our house in DC because um, my husband doesn't want to see my office. <laughs> but I think you have to get the when you when you're creative and you, and you want to make a living at it too, and it's and it's not just a hobby. But you it, writing becomes it becomes more than a hobby at some point if you're pursuing a publication it becomes like a career or you want it to be a career then you can't just be like the flighty creative person you also need this other side True. of your brain you need both the right and the left side of your brain you need like logic and you need strategy you need marketing skills there's just so many other skills that go into being a published author besides the creative component so True. managing your time and your internal clutter, external clutter, everything, um, having a better calendar and planning system that can, that will just help you to be even more creative and will help you. Cause you could face it, you can write a book and it could be the greatest book in the world. But if you don't have the business sense or the, or the strategy, if you don't do anything with it, if you don't send it out to publishers or publish it and market it and do all those things using that left side of your brain, then it's, it's, just going to languish. Nobody's going to read it. It's not going to make any money. So you need you need to be balanced. That's the, true. So it's not just you know. I yeah. think when um, my husband's a teacher, and I used to do be a guest at some of his career fairs where I talked to teenagers that were interested in writing, and it was always surprising to them where I would tell them, you know, the writing is important. And yeah, definitely, if you can take some classes in college for writing, that's great. But it's really important to have like like a marketing background. If you could take some marketing classes, business classes, graphic classic classes, because you can, you just, it's not all the create the creative writing side. It's this, this whole other side. And I think that's what time management is. It helps you to blend it all together and the True. rest of your life also. Yeah. Because really once you have that book done these days, even if you go traditionally published, you only have more things to do. Right. You know, like how terrible would it be if you get a interview on a podcast or at a local bookstore and you forget because you don't write it down or you're <laughs> late or, you know, there's nothing worse. I think it's weird how we almost take pride as creatives in being unorganized, but the minute that you kind of slip and mess up, like it feels horrible right. to be like, oh, I totally missed that or I'm totally late or Oh my gosh, I'm running behind. You just feel when you feel scattered, you don't feel creative and you don't feel great. No, you know? it's hard to be as productive with your writing as you want to be because you just feel so scattered. And you know when you get getting scattered too, I think. Like I knew I had to kind of get a better planning system as far as my calendars when like you say, you have podcast interviews, you have the I have freelance articles, I have clients. Um, and then all the school things, doctor's appointments, all those kinds of things. I remember I, I paid for this, some kind of craft night at my daughter's school. I actually paid the money for it. And then I, I forgot to go. <laughs> I forgot to go. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, oh my goodness, I paid for that. And I wanted to do that with her and I forgot all about it. And then something else like that happened a couple of weeks later, I think it was a doctor's appointment. I actually showed up late for my doctor's appointment, my primary care, annual physical, because I forgot about it. And I had it on my calendar. It's not like it wasn't there, but it was just so scattered with so many different projects. And then I realized, okay, I need, <laughs> I need yes. to do better with my planning. And then I started using Google Calendar in addition to my planner and started having 
now I get a daily digest email to me every every day with my schedule. So that way, if I forgot to look at my paper planner, then I I, I can check my email in the morning and sometimes it'll remind me of something. Oh, I almost forgot about that. So do you think this is like a female thing more? I'm wondering if like, we just have to take on all the responsibilities. <laughs> I mean, you're, so I'm sure your kid had a lot more doctor's appointments. There are lots of moms out there that have children with different appointments. And, you know, we used to go to speech therapy like, there's so much stuff to do. Right. And a lot of people like you, you're working. I mean, you work your freelance, you work your editing, you work this course Stacey and I are in this group, like this sort of private uh, writers group. And she, we always comment how much you're doing. <laughs> We're like, yes, because Stacey's doing so much, but it must be because you've learned just this time management and this, this is when I'm doing it. I cannot wait to start this course. <laughs> so let me just say that. How do you, what, what, I know that you give us teaching because I've done your blueprint for editors. Your, I don't know why your shortcuts for writers. Book getting blueprint. Book editing blueprint. I always want to put self book editing and I'm like, that's not, that doesn't sound right. Book editing blue course. And you like lay things out really simply. You, you know, you always have worksheets. So what are the sort of like cool things that you added to this course? Like mm-hmm. you said that you use an eye calendar plus the paper, ca- like are all those little things in this course for yeah. us to so, learn your trick? So I give a lot of, I just share a lot of the tips that have worked for me. And I also did a lot of research when I was re- redoing this course again. So there's a, I learned a lot actually, as I was, as I was going through it um, and doing the research. So I've, I've learned some new tips and tricks, I guess, as mm-hmm. I was writing it. I stress that not every tip in the course is, you don't have to do everything because I try to give mm-hmm. a variety of suggestions. So it's a little more flexible than like where the book editing blueprint, I, I, I do the same kind of thing where I give a lot of tips, but editing it's sort of more straightforward. Like if you're writing mm-hmm. a fiction book, these are these are the things that everybody needs to look at. Whereas in the time management course, I'm still laying it all out like that. Giving I have cheat sheets with everything in the course, so you don't you don't really have to take notes if you don't want to. Because I I tried to recap everything, and the, and you still get like in the book editing blueprint course for people who haven't taken it, you get this long 25 page blueprint at the end of the course that goes through everything that was covered. So you just go through, you go through the lessons that, to get an overview and to absorb it. And then you can print out this blueprint and just use it to refer to. So I do the same thing in the time management blueprint course. You'll, you'll get a long blueprint with all the recaps, but it's a little different in the sense that you don't, you just pick and choose what you feel mm-hmm. is most, is will be most beneficial to you. Like, like for example, I, I give tutorials, little demos of how to use Google Calendar or how to use mm. Trello, which is an online organizational platform. Oh, good. But, Cause that thing confuses <laughs> the <heck out> <laughs> If you don't want to do that, if, if you'd rather just have a paper planner, that's fine. You, you can, you can maybe still watch it just to kind of get an idea of if, how I approach my planning. And then you could take some of that in, in you might have a planner you love already, but maybe you're not using it to the fullest attempt potential. So mm-hmm. it's more like you can just kind of absorb everything and then pick and choose what's most relevant to your own life. And you know, I talk about how going through the class, like don't don't use it, don't use the class as <laughs> an excuse not to write that you, that you have to get your whole life perfect. You have to get everything because it's never going to be perfect. Even if you get all your laundry done, it's going to be. <laughs> You're gonna have more laundry again the next Unfortunately, week. Unfortunately, you know? yes. Um, you know, like if your if your email doesn't stress you out, 
maybe just leave it alone and focus on something else. Or if you're really mm-hmm. neat and your kitchen isn't a mess, then maybe you don't need to worry about that section. You can kind of read through it and see if there's anything that resonates with you. But if not, just go on to the next thing. So I just tried to put a lot of actionable tips and ideas to get right. people's, you know, introduce them to new ideas and new strategies, but you don't have to implement everything. You know, again, even with just the planners, some people like paper planners, some people like digital. I like both. You don't have to use both. You can just use whatever um, works better for you. Some people like to write in notebooks. Some people like Evernote or Trello. Again, I'll introduce you to some different tools you can check out. But if you don't like it, you know, you're not going to use it. So you want to make sure you're picking things that you're comfortable with. So that's true. That's true. But I think it's good to know the things that are out there and then like maybe what might resonate with you instead of feeling like I have to watch all the intro videos of all these different things. Like maybe, oh, that one sounds a little bit more my style. So that's nice that you, you chose some of the, like give a little bit more intro. I'm trying to figure out Trello. I think, I think I'll have it down. (laughs) (laughs) I love Trello. I've been using that. See, that's what everyone says. I use it very simply. I mean, there's a lot more you can do with it. But I just use this simple, very simple. It's just like my brain dump organization area. <laughs> it's like my little virtual filing cabinet where I put everything. But yes. I don't use all, it has all these things like power ups and the, the little, I don't do most of that. So, yeah, I think that's more for teams. But I started using it and figuring it out because of you, because you say how much you love it. And I have to say, like, instead of one of the, I'm looking at all my journals that I have in front of me, <laughs> like instead of writing the idea I have, and a lot of times it actually goes into my agenda because that's what's always in front of me. I will just open up Trello and say, okay, these are the writing sprint ideas that have just come to me, put it on there. And then I don't have to oh, go back great. and be like, what day did I think of that? <laughs> so that it's probably in my agenda. Yeah. Like some people will like Trello, some people like Asana or Notion is another one. Oh, okay. I mean, I've tried a few different ones and I just for me I something about Trello I just I just liked it the best yeah I know other people love Asana or Notions one of the new ones I think and so many again just you know try it and see which one you like and you can just apply you can apply the techniques to whichever you know whichever one you like the best that's true but I think that these little even if you start little things so I know that you have convinced me to do post planner and I was like, I have an account with later. These are things that will post to your Instagram or your Facebook, you know, when you schedule them just for anyone who doesn't know, but it's so funny. I have the accounts, but a lot of times I find myself like making it in the moment. Oh, because I forgot, you know, and I am self-imposed this thing on Wednesdays where I do a a fun word and oh my gosh, I forgot to put it. So I'm doing it now. So it was like, <laughs> I think a lot of it, even going through the course is like just a refresher, like a reset button. Like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We are going to right now. And you told me, and I had heard about it before, but you brought it up a few weeks ago about blocking, like time blocking, Yes, you know, and like getting it done, getting like three, four, five, maybe six months, at least of the Wednesdays. Hey, done. You know, how great would that feel? It would feel amazing. <laughs> right. Like I, did. I haven't done it yet, but <laughs> for my course, I've done, a, I did a lot of, that's how I got it done was doing a lot of like 
batching, but you know, that's what you call yeah, it. Yeah, just blocking. Yeah, I, I talk about time blocking, and then batching is, is is like another thing. We group like similar tasks together. So that I did that a lot for the course, where I just would would focus on like writing the content, or, and then mm-hmm. but another week I'd focus on like recording the videos and just kind of grouping like content together and you know I would have liked to be able to batch some just some videos from my YouTube channel and just record that's one of my goals is to record a bunch of videos and to schedule them in my Facebook group and my YouTube channel but because I was focusing on the course I couldn't do that so but again if I had taken the time to do that then I the course wouldn't be done so <laughs> you, right. you have to decide on you know your priorities you can't do everything at once. So you just have to f- decide what your goals are. Like I talk a lot about setting quarterly goals and reevaluating okay. every few months what your goals are. Cause sometimes you might fall behind. If sometimes something, a lot of times things take longer than you expected to, cause yes. it's often a learning curve. Yep. Like before I launched book editing blueprint, I thought it was going to be done a lot sooner than it was, but even just creating learning how to use Thinkific, the online course platform. You know, that was a learning curve, learning how to record videos and do a little bit of editing to them and yes. the audio. And then I know we have such great ideas and yeah. it just makes more work for us. <laughs> I know. And to the website, I created my shortcuts for one website and I got this drag and drop software called Divi. And it was very, I, I figured it out. It was very user-friendly. It was definitely the right way to go because I didn't want to pay a designer, but it took me longer to get the hang of it than I thought it would. So so a lot of times you might, you might have, I always say to just plan like one quarter at a time. You can have an idea of what, what you'd like to do for the rest of the year, but sometimes things just take longer than, yes. than you think they're going to. And it's not that you're not working on it. It's just that the further you get into it, then you realize there's a lot more to it <laughs> than you thought. Yes. I think with writing a book also, a lot of beginner writers think that they just sit down and they'll write their draft and send it to an editor. And that's, they'll get some feedback and then they can either self-publish it or they can start writing query letters for an agent. And then it's shocking when it comes back and they realize how much rewriting it needs to be done. And then they may even need to go eventually go to another kind of editor, like a copy editor, and they might need proofreading. And there's just so much more to it than they realize. So yes, there's always more to it. Yeah. (laughs) And I think you have to be, you know, go easy on yourself also. And it, it can be frustrating when you're working on a book or any kind of project and feel like you've been working on it forever and but it's still not (laughs) done yet still not there (laughs) yeah I know Uh, I do like the 90 day goal thing as well I've talked about that before but I think it's just more doable and it keeps you from procrastinating a little bit you know like oh yeah in December I'll get that done and then it's November and you're like how did this happen (laughs) do you like to do like I, I want to say time blocking, but that's not right. But like tracking your time or tracking the amount of time you spend on editing or words written or anything like that. Like, do you think that that's productive for writers? For some writers it is. I talk about like in the course, how if you have like a deadline, like, like you say you want to get your book done by this date, then you kind of have to figure it out. Like how many words are in in the book, like how many words like for that genre Mm -hmm. Um, and then you can do some math to figure out how many words you'd have to write each week and Mm -hmm. there's different ways you could do that you could just you could figure out like if you want to write every day you could figure out like a daily word count goal or if you want more flexible you could figure out like a weekly word count goal Mm -hmm. so for some writers that's really helpful 
I try doing that for my own books and I just, I, I don't like numbers. (laughs) I don't like math. So it wasn't really helpful to me. So I would look at it more like my goal is to get through half of this scene. If I can get to this point in the scene, I'll be happy. And I want to finish this chapter by the end of the week. So I like, so I, for me, that was more helpful than like, I'm going to write this number of words this week. Mm -hmm. Some writers, it might be just, I'm going to have like a little box, a checkbox on like a calendar. And I'm, if I'm just going to check off the box that I wrote that day, it doesn't matter how many words or how long I wrote that day. And, you know, so you just have to find what motivates you. I do like checking off checkbox. Oh, I love checking off checkbox. <laughs> and what and, Enneagram is yeah, that? We're just and, like the checkbox. And it's not like tracking my time. Like when I was researching this class, it was interesting because I saw this all different approaches. Like some time management coaches, they like have their whole calendar just blocked off. Like they use something like Google Calendar and it's all blocked off like with the times they're not available, you know, like when they're okay. cooking dinner or kicking the kids out. And they had just have all these, things on their calendar, like different colors, knowing like what time blocks are available and what ones, what time blocks are not available. And to me, for me personally, that looks overwhelming. And I just, so I'm not that rigid about it, but some, for some people, again, you have to do what, what's what best for do. you, but for some, some people might, that might be really helpful. But for me, I right. just kind of look at it like, okay, it's right. These are the things I want to get done today. I could probably write for about an hour today. And then I, and then around 12 o'clock, I should probably work on editing this book and okay yeah I like how adaptable you are because there are some programs out there that is like you need to do this this way you know and I just have to say I love men but sometimes their programs don't work for women (laughs) especially (laughs) if we still have kids at home where I'm like yeah that's great if somebody else could cook and clean and do the laundry (laughs) and do homework (laughs) So I like how adaptable you are. Is the course out for people to to get? Yes. It's kind of um, pre-order through June 21st, 2021, obviously. So the full course will be released then. That, that's going to be the official launch week. Today it's releasing. 21st? Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. We're recording a little cool. early. So yes. A little <laughs> early. It's today. <laughs> it's today. So, so the yeah. full course is out today. Yep. All right. And you have like four different sections. So have you had um, people like, I know you have a pre-order. I got that right away. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I bet I'm like your 10th customer, at least if not first. (laughs) um, As you can tell, I need this for, for summer. How have you gotten any feedback yet? I mean, we're recording this a little bit early. Yeah. So I did the pre-order where I, people could, who pre-ordered get access to the first couple modules while I was working on finishing up the later modules. So it's been really nice because people have been introducing themselves and going through the first couple modules and leaving comments. Cause one thing I have is like, I have a discussion question in each, mm-hmm. in each lesson, most of the lessons where I ask you a question and you, you could just kind of give you something to think about. And there's also a workbook in the course also that similar to the discussion questions, but it just guides you through the course and applying it to your own life and helping you analyze what would be like most applicable to you. And Mm -hmm. it's been really interesting seeing the comments people have made. And I'm really glad I did it this way with having it on pre-order and not releasing everything right away, because I've been taking some of those suggestions or not not really suggestions, but just their the first question is like, why did you take the class and what do you hope to get out of the class? And just reading that has just been really helpful because I've able to see what some people's concerns are and how they come from different 
different backgrounds, like yeah. some are, some are um, men, some are women, you know, some are, have kids, some are retired and they come from all different backgrounds. Some have like elderly parents are taking care of, you know, some have teenagers right. or little kids, so they're, but they all have this common goal of wanting to write or do something creative and just seeing some of the things that they put in there, like feeling guilty because, you know, they, they maybe don't have kids and, but still aren't running as often as they should be. Um, so that inspired me to, to put something out about that in the internal mm-hmm. color section about how writers really do have a, it's like either way, it's like a <laughs> cast 22, you feel yes. guilty when you're not, you're not writing when you're doing something else. And sometimes you have to remember that it's okay. That it's, it's important to recharge your batteries. It's okay to, right. to just, you know, you, you don't have to be chained to the, your computer every minute of the day. And that's not good for you in fact, because, you know, you right. want to exercise, you want to see friends, you want to have a life too yeah. outside <laughs> of writing. So that inspired me to put something about writer's guilt, how it's yeah. just almost a double-edged where you feel guilty that you are writing because maybe you're not making any money from it. But then when you're not writing, you feel guilty that you're not writing. <laughs> and yes. then, uh, we And you're kind of a, a better person to other people if you, if, it, if you enjoy writing and it kind of fills you up, you know, on the other end of, we need to be allowed to rest. And then we need to be allowed to like, I really enjoy this. Right. And maybe some people don't understand it. I definitely had to get through that with some family of like, no, no, when I'm on the computer, I'm not reading news or scrolling through social media. I'm writing. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you have to set boundaries. <laughs> but well, that's great that I that you got a little more feedback. So it comes out today. Are you having like a, a Facebook group or anything specifically for this or like where people can talk or is it mostly in the modules that people chat? Because I think that that's kind of cool where you can sort of yeah, mostly read other people's struggles and feel no, you, it's because you can read what other people and I think people enjoy like reading what other people are saying sometimes they'll yeah. comment into each other. It's not the way the Thinkific is set up for this plan I'm under. It's not like really totally interactive. It's not like a Facebook mm-hmm. group where, you know, where it's like a totally interactive forum, but you can, you can read all the comments and then you can reply. And, and, but if you really want to have a conversation with someone, you could like, I have my regular shortcuts for writers, Facebook group. So you could tag them there and, you know, have discussions, okay. have discussions about it there. Like I have a little, some threads in the shortcuts for writers, Facebook group for people who are in book editing blueprint. And I might do something like that for um, the time management blueprint, but most of the people who are in the course or in the Facebook group. So you can just look for each other. <laughs> Yes, we're going to become the most productive writing group. (laughs) So we're going to get our time management done. So where can people um, go and find, well, how much is the course? Where can they find it? What what are you doing for lunch? So during the launch week, June 21st to June 25th, it's going to be on sale for $49. After that, I'm going to raise the price to $79. So it might be increasing it later this summer because because I was saying it it just grew so much more than I even expected Mm -hmm. it to. So there's a lot of content Mm -hmm. in there. And then there's some bonuses. So let's see. Um, Okay. So there's some evergreen bonuses that are always there no matter when you get get it. There's a five minute guided meditation from Melanie Steele. She has a weekly email list called Monday Meditations for the Writer's Soul. So she, she donated a 
meditation audio geared toward writers. Then Britt Poe of Thriving Scribes has given us four cello boards from her course, Cello for Authors. So if you decide you'd like cello, she gave us a day board, a week board, a year board, and a goals and intentions board. So so there's a resources section in the back Mm -hmm. of the course where there's some bonuses. And then Rahel Wallace, um, who's a author brand coach, she offered me like a well, actually, I saw her talking about it somewhere, and I said, "Oh, can I can I use this in my course? <laughs> because this is great. Because I'm not good at writing doing spreadsheets, and um, this is delegating where you find <laughs> you find somebody yes. instead of doing doing it yourself. That saves some time finding somebody who's already done it." And she had <laughs> she had made this um, writing productivity spreadsheet. So for the people who do like tracking their word counts, okay. so that's included in the course. And then during the launch week, the 21st to the 25th, I have some limited time bonuses. Okay. So if you get it by the 25th, there's an ebook that I compiled, everything you ever wanted to know about author assistance, where I interviewed seven author assistants, virtual assistants. So just learn all about what they do and when you need one and what to expect with costs and everything. Colleen Mitchell is a life coach and she put together a video on the reasons you want writing and how how to overcome it. And then she made a little workbook that goes with it. And Catherine Grubb of 10 Minute Novelist donated an ebook copy of her book, Think Like a Writer in 10 Minutes a Day, which is a book that normally you'd have to purchase like on Amazon. And then the last one is intuitive coach Laura Paiu donated a meditation, a very relaxing crystal gazebo of life meditation, which she recorded at a spa. So it's very relaxing. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> so those are the the time limited bonuses that will expire. You got Catherine Grubb. I listened to her. She literally wrote her novel in 10-minute increments. I mean, so for anyone listening who thinks that Stacy is like blowing smoke when she says, just write 10 minutes, she's not. Like, people write yeah, novels no, she, like that. Yeah. And she started the 10-minute novelist, and she was homeschooling her kids also. I know, that's right. She was homeschooling. <laughs> like, she must know how to manage her yeah. time, because that blows my mind. <laughs> Uh, we are all going to become super productive because of Stacey Dreva <laughs> and her time management course. Now, I am starting this. I mean, we're recording a bit early, so I'm starting this. So by that time, I will be able to tell people how much I love it and how organized I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't miss anything else. I mean, I almost sent my kid to a pool party yesterday when it went. It's not until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, I need this course. Well, thank you, Stacey, for coming on and telling us about time management and giving us some tips. I'm going to have all the links in the show notes and happy launch day. Thank you. I'm excited. Hey, you're still listening. Since you are, could you do me a favor and head over to the app that you're listening to this episode on and hit the subscribe button and then rate and review the show? It would really help the Pencils and Lipstick podcast get out into the world. And if you're enjoying the podcast, well, then there might be more people out there who would enjoy it as well. If you want to find out more about me, you can head over to catcaldwell.com. I have my story over there, my books, my interactive journals, my one-on-one coaching information, and information on my creative writing community membership group. If you're looking to write a book or you are a writer and you just want to find out more about how to write, how to publish, how to format, how to market, and all the things that go into being an author these days, check out the membership group. 
There is a 14 free day trial that you can try it out, get into the masterminds, find out all the goodies that we are talking about in the group. I would love to see you there.